peace of God, the Creator, and our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. In God's Holy Spirit, good morning. Good morning. Happy Easter. Happy We're going to practice something. He is risen. He is risen. No, they, some folks got over, got it here again. It, the answer is he is risen indeed. Let's try it one more time. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Beautiful. He is risen indeed, and we thank you for the celebration of God's resurrection from the dead. And we thank Jocelyn for being our lecturer today. She is going to offer some announcements, and then we will begin our joyful celebration of Easter. Thank you all for coming. Good morning, South Marion Trinity United Methodist Church. It is a pleasure to be here with you all on this Easter Sunday. Uh, before we do a few announcements, um, if I can just share a word for a moment. Um, we know today is an important day, obviously, being Easter, uh, but personally, I feel like it's an important day for myself as well. I call it my third year church anniversary, uh, where three years ago was the first time I wandered into this church answering uh, a calling that I had been feeling to find God in my life. And I just happened to find my way here, a little afraid if I would be welcomed or not. But I must say that if there's any group of people who really embody what it is to be Christian, I really found that group of people here. So if I have been worshiping alongside you for the past three years, thank you. And if it is your first time here today, I hope that you may find the same fellowship and joy in your heart that I have from being a part of this parish for the past three years. So, news and announcements? What do we have today? Just one. Just one? The, uh, candy. The, uh, recycling drive. Oh, yes, yes, following can drive. That's next week yes. to drop off? Okay. So dropping off any of your bottles and cans that you might have um, <coughs> that we take all the proceeds we get from putting those in. It's usually, I think, a pretty um, important fundraiser for us. And I believe there's also a bake sale that we do as well as accepting the donations that day. So if anybody um, is willing to make a bake good, cook something, um, to drop off for the bake sale, who should we see? Daryl. Does anybody else have any news or announcements they'd like to share? That's it today. Alright, let's get worshiping. Uh, we are going to enter into God's light with... Please be seated. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. He's risen. He's risen. Not too bad. He is risen. He is risen. On. This is Easter. He is risen. He is risen. He's risen indeed. Praise God. Some of you I know feel that Easter joy in your heart and maybe even in your bones. Praise God for Easter joy. Amen. Amen. And some of you I know feel Easter joy somewhere in you, and you may not even know where. Praise God for Easter joy, because even if we don't know where it comes from, we know that it's God's gift. Amen? And some of you I know are not so sure about Easter joy, but whatever brought you here, we praise God for the gift of having you with us. 
to celebrate the resurrection of God from the dead. Amen? Amen. Whether you came here every Saturday of your life or whether you're coming here for the first time, we are all here to find the joy and hope that faith invites for us every Easter. As surely as the daffodils push up through the ground. Every year, Easter offers us hope and joy. Easter offers us hope and joy whether we want it or not. Every year, no matter how sad or how beaten down or how tired we are, no matter how content we are, Easter shows us that Christian hope is the hope for the world, now and forever, undefeated and undefeatable. Now, I'm here today to help you answer two important questions that you may have in your hearts. Why should Easter bring us Christian hope? And how can we have it? The answer to both of these questions reveals the truth about Easter. It was an inside job. And it remains an inside job. The Christian hope that is the foundation of our faith came from the inside and will always come to us from the inside. Will you pray with me, please? <coughs> Loving, caring God, on this Easter Sunday, we are humbled by the power of your living word that we have received, both from the Holy Bible and from the truth of your resurrection from the dead. We wish to receive it with joy and to interpret it with hope. And so may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Amen. Why should Easter bring us Christian hope? In today's world, everybody seems to be selling us some kind of hope or another. Hope from medical cures, hope from the latest gadgets, the latest fashions, the latest way to spend our time, the latest substance to make us feel better or perform better. Hope from the latest spiritual movement, the latest self-help books, the latest politicians, the latest movements in the street, the latest thing that flashes across our many screens. Where? Will any of these things be a few years from now, much less 2,000 years from now? For all of them, the answer is simple. They'll be nowhere. They will not endure. They will wither and die. The world created by us dies. The world that we create can be delightful, and sometimes it can even give us a, a passing sense of joy, but it will never endure as joy. One Sunday, 2,000 years ago, Mark's Gospel tells us a small group of Jewish women walked to a tomb in Jerusalem, a tomb that had been sealed with an enormous stone of heavy, solid rock. They went to the tomb to anoint the body of their beloved teacher, Jesus of Nazareth, who had died on a cross in the most ugly way possible. 
two days earlier. The Jewish men who followed Jesus would not approach the tomb. It was forbidden by their traditions. Only the woman could anoint the body with fragrant oil. But they had no way to move the stone themselves. It was an impossible task. In the middle of their grief, they were giving something to do that they could not hope to do for the sake of love. Never expecting the joy of God's love in Jesus to live again. How could their hopes be rewarded? How could Christian hope be born in the darkness of the sealed tomb? Sometimes detective shows when we relax. And so I've learned some things about how police officials perform an investigation. They look for three kinds of evidence. Means, opportunity, and motive. The women who went to the tomb of Jesus had the opportunity to roll away the stone that sealed the tomb. But they had no real means and no real motive to take Jesus from the tomb. They wanted to anoint his body in peace. The men who Jesus taught and had led had no opportunity. And even if they had the means to get past the guards at the tomb and move the stone, they had no motive to do it. They were afraid for their lives, afraid of breaking customs, afraid that they had failed Jesus. The soldiers guarding the tomb had no motive to move the stone, even if they had the opportunity and the means. Death would have been their punishment. Not many suspects, amen? amen. You see, all four of our Christian Gospels show us one thing. Easter was an inside job. The only one who had the means the opportunity and the motive to move the stone away from the tomb of Jesus was God. Who on earth or who in heaven could do this but God? The means that God had are perfectly clear. God is creator of heaven and earth, and all of creation is God's story. And the main means that God uses in God's story is love. Love that was revealed is God in Jesus the Christ. There's nothing that God did not create in love. And there's nothing that God did to enter creation as Jesus that was not meant to bring us God's love. There's nothing that God's Holy Spirit brings to life and brings back to life that is not made from God's love. So love is also the simple and powerful motive for everything that God has brought into being and everything beyond being. The stone of death itself is nothing compared to the love that God offers us in Christ. And the opportunity that only God had inside that tomb is crystal clear. The opportunity that God had was to show all of creation on that first Easter morning, and for all time, that God's love can never be defeated. The world that wants God to lose will always lose. The world 
that doesn't want God to live is racing towards nothing but death. The world that sealed the tomb of a beaten, crucified, humble person, perfectly loving, perfectly human, perfectly God. A world that left that person dead and gone in a, is a world that has sealed its own tomb. Amen? The stone was rolled away by God and by God alone because only God cared enough for the world and for us to show the world that God's love cannot be defeated. The stone was rolled away by God and God alone because Christian hope cannot be defeated. We can surrender to the world instead of Christian hope. We can even give up on Christian hope, but Christian hope will never, ever give up on us. Christian hope, God's gift to us in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the Christ, will always be undefeated and undefeatable. God's love wins, period. Amen. How? Can we find this final victory of Christian hope in our lives? How can we find the faith that we can say to ourselves and to the world, I know that my Savior lives? Now, some of us may want evidence from outside of ourselves to make this kind of commitment. But as with the tomb of Jesus, you will never find the means, the motive, or the opportunity to roll away that stone of doubts from outside the tomb of Jesus. We can point to facts. We can point to history. They can persuade us. But persuasion is not hope. Christian hope is God's inside job in us, in a place where the history and mystery of life meets the history and mystery of God's love, our hearts. All fundamental truth flows from God's love, period. And in nothing in all of history has there been anything that has revealed the history and mystery of God's love more perfectly than the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, Son of God, Son of Man, ruler of heaven and over all creation, source of all grace and truth, a God who wants to sit on a throne in our hearts, so God's perfect love, freely given at a price beyond purchase from the heart of Jesus, the Christ, can be love that lives in us forever. To find Christian hope, you must give Christian hope God's victory over your heart forever. The oldest version of Mark's Gospel ends in Mark 16, verse 8, with these words about the women at the tomb of Jesus. They said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. We can tremble in fear before Christian hope, as the women at the tomb of Jesus did the first people to experience the victory of Christian hope. Christian hope can overwhelm us at first. 
The inside job that faith in Jesus Christ brings to us may leave us speechless at first. But let's remember that Mark's gospel goes on and tells us how the story of God's victory in Jesus had just begun. That first inside job at the tomb of Jesus was just the beginning of the inside job of faith in Jesus Christ. An inside job that God invites us into right now to be a part of God's story, like the disciples of Jesus, so that we can let God roll away the stone of our pride, our doubts, our fears, our pains, our sorrows, our inabilities, our disabilities, our shame, our hopelessness, and become true believers in Jesus Christ, who proclaim Christ's victory to the world, a world that needs Christian hope more than ever. Amen? Amen. My sisters and brothers in Christ, my brothers and sisters in Christian faith, for the hope of God's everlasting love that cannot be conquered, proclaim to the world now and forever, He is risen. He is risen. So that we, we may be risen and proclaim the risen and saving truth of God's love in Jesus Christ to the world, the beginning of God's endless Easter joy. This is our hope in Christ. This is our future in Christ. This is God's victory in Jesus, our Christ. Happy Easter. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. so many prayers from so many people with simple requests. 
and reminds us that our purpose here in Christ is to grow our family in Christ for every single person in our community, whether they come here or not. Would you pray with me, please? Loving, caring, redeeming God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, on this most joyful Easter Sunday, we thank you for the gift of healing that heals bodies and heals hearts and heals people as only you can do with everlasting love. We thank you for everybody around the world who is celebrating Easter today, who remembers what real love from God in Christ brings to the world. And we thank you for all those who work alongside us in the world in the name of Christian love and beyond the name of Christian love to enact Christ's love in this world. We are one family in Christ, and it is us to up, up to us to proclaim it in the name of Christ. And we thank you for moments of joy that we share one, with one another. We are your family in Christ, O Lord. May we celebrate this Easter as your family in Christ. Thanks to the presence of your love in our lives. Help us to do that with joy this day, we pray. In Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. It's time now for offerings of grace. We provide the glory of music as a thanks to our Lord. And we provide our tithes and our offerings as a small contribution to the work of the church that God's love may be present and active in the world, in this community, and everywhere.